Hey you, you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy. QDZ. It's way too easy. My birthday's coming up in two weeks. Uh, yes, sir. Bars, right? Bars. You all, are you outside? You outside? Nah, in I, ain't two weeks? Outside. I ain't outside, man. I ain't outside. Uh, all right, man. Just checking. Just checking. All right. <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, this is episode 120. Shout out to the game. Shout out to the wise game for pulling up on us. Shout out to the new listeners. We thank y'all so much. Um, we have a special guest this episode uh, she is a L.A. staple, uh, up and coming, I'll call it a media personality, a host. A, she kind of does everything, it feels like, you know. We'll get into her background a little bit later. She goes by Gina Views. Gina, what's up? Say what's up to the people. What's going on? That's what's up. Yeah, Gina is uh, Gina's somebody I've been paying attention to. I really, really like what she's doing out here um, from a hosting standpoint. I feel like you're trying to take... You trying to take the energy of like what Free was doing on 106 and Park. I see what you I see what you're doing. You didn't say that, but I, I see it. <laughs> oh, you free got, is the you got free, free swag. Is the blueprint. See, free the blueprint. see. <laughs> free is the goat. Yeah, free every every dude our age had a crush on Free, right? That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. And she did her job perfect too. That's, didn't that's she do thing. um remember when she like she used to be kind of like all wholesome? But then, like, she did this one magazine spread. I think, was it King Magazine? I can't remember the magazine. It might have been King. And that was when, like, people was like, damn, I knew she was bad. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Golly. (laughs) But anyway, man, uh, Gina, thank you for pulling up, though. We we appreciate you for joining. So, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, for those of you guys who, um, like I mentioned before, you got, if you first time listeners, you know, we're a music podcast, uh, so stay a little while. We, we got some things to say. And uh, for those of you guys who've, uh, who, who, who already know the deal, well, we're going to get you out of spill anyway. Um, make sure you check out our Zero Skips playlist on Spotify. It features some of the best up-and-coming talents that we think are the most, um, you know, or at least the hottest that you guys should be paying attention to. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, and for those of you guys sending your uh, your songs to us, we'll get to we'll get to them at some point. We'll let you know if they if they tight or not, you know, if uh they're gonna end up on the playlist. But neither here nor there. Next, make sure you guys follow us on social media. Um my handle is U C H A Y V A. That's on every platform, Instagram, Twitter. Follow my man Q D. Q Q D, give him your uh, socials and whatnot. Yes, sir. Follow Q D. Uh what is it? Q D where's Hermes on t- Twitter? Uh, also check me out on ratings game music. Personally, I think it's the best song and album reviews on the internet. That's just my biased opinion. Uh, RGM in other countries, by the way, uh, except actually, Ukraine there was and no, Russia. Uh, yeah, we, right? we, 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 we took our stuff out of there. Yeah. We, we, a little side note. Uh, so, uh, no album reviews. Actually, I didn't do any this, this week. Uh, there wasn't any major releases, but there is reviews for a new song by Coyle Ray and Nicki Minaj, where I thought Nicki Minaj killed Heat. that joint. And, and Coyle Ray killed it, too. 
we got that the new song with Fabio Foreign and Quavo and then a new song with Nigo and Lil Uzi Vert so check that out absolutely and Gina Views your socials are just Gina Views on every platform right Gina Views everywhere dope Dope. So yeah, give us all a follow. Uh, you know, like I said before, stay a little while. Make sure you like this episode if you're rocking with the conversations, you know, throughout it. Um, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and share it with a friend. You know what I'm saying? We going up. Leave us a review, uh, a rating, if you will. Apple Podcasts. You can now do it on Spotify, which I think is really dope. But anyway, let's get on to some topics, though, guys. Um, we're going to start this thing out with... Uh, Talking about who are some of the hottest artists out right now and what they can do to sustain the heat, what they need to do to change up some of the ways that maybe are failing them. We're going to discuss some of the hot, the hottest people out right now. And, uh, you know, for those of you guys listening, make sure you uh, follow us on social media and uh, hit us in the comments with some of the people that we missed out. Uh, next, we're going to get into who are the top five female MC slash rappers of all time. I told Gina before we started recording, I'm tired of dudes having this convo without women involved. This is Women's Month. Let's change this cycle up because this this needs to stop. So hopefully, Gina, you got some people that, uh, you know, are worthy of the top five, which I'm sure you will, and Q as well. We're going to get into that discussion. Uh, and then after that, we're going to talk about L.A. versus New York, right? From the perspective of the past um, legends, past rappers, if you will, the people who are currently doing their thing in both pers- uh, respective cities. And then also, you know, who are some of those people from each city that could potentially, you know, regain that 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 fire that was, you know, that had both of these cities on uh, on lock, if you will, at some point in, in hip hop history. <clears throat> but first. We want to discuss Gina views. So, uh, so Gina, uh, I, I, like I said before, you know, it, it's it's been dope to kind of see your growth and uh, see you. what you, yeah, for sure, and see what you have been doing. And uh, I, where I kind of want to start is a, a post that you put up where you was like, "Man, I quit my job. It was so, you know, it was so, it felt so amazing to quit my job and be a, a creator full time." I, it seemed like that was really important to you, and I know that is a is a goal of all the creators out there, including us, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, can you just talk a little bit about like what? I know it's probably a long story, but like, what what gave you that that sense to be like, I'm at that point now where I can do this. Um, well, I needed. I needed a job that would replace my nine to five, but in the industry that I wanted to work in. So um, it wasn't like necessarily like a moment in my life where I just woke up one day and was like, oh, (laughs) today's the day that I'm going to quit. It was like I kind of like planned it out and stuff like that. My job knew that I was leaving. The no jumper knew that I was like coming aboard and quitting my job. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. I was just waiting for the time and the opportunity to come across something that would financially, you know, replace what I was doing, but within the music industry. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. So, so like, what was the initial, like, uh, response? Like, when after you quit your job and you're about to get started, like, were you scared or were you just excited or nope. just ready? 
Just ready. I was fucking ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had just so it was like a lot of like new things that happened um for me. I had um just had had the show that aired on Revolt TV. Um mm-hmm. I had just like had just like a lot of like different situations with like different people in the industry reaching out to me, people like recognizing me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the cypher, the show that we did for revolt was, was my 10th cypher and like past before that I had like no backing, no support or anything like that from, you know, any like mainstream, like networks or mm-hmm. producers or, you know, directors or mm-hmm. anything. So, um, ended up that situation had happened. Then I had just got my fucking first apart. Ooh, can I go? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is ill-advised wise guys. What the, you can say whatever the hell you want. You I had just got um, my first apartment, and like it was just like so much like things happening that I was ready to just close a chapter in my mm. life of being regular. Like I really mm. truly believe God did not make me to be regular. He did mm. not make me to have a freaking regular job. Preach. Like mm. so. um uh, I was like super like duper stressed out at my the job that I was working at because of the simple fact that like I was putting in so much time and energy and it wasn't even the field that I wanted to be in. Like mm. the only thing that I was learning and gaining out of that job was a, a bag because it, I, I got paid well. And then, you know, like how to just be more professional and things like that. Yeah. But like I wanted to be Gina. I was tired of being Regina. Like yeah. I, I wanted mm, to work I within the music industry. I wanted to meet you know, different artists and um, people in the field, like, oh, whatever. And shoot, no jumper let me know, hey, this the time. <laughs> we mm. got opportunity, you know, do you want it? And I jumped on it. And I was already working with no jumper uh, prior anyway, but we had just like finally made it official. I, mm. I signed some paperwork. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so some paperwork. it ended up being official, yeah. Hey, 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 oh, don't, don't, that, that phrase is, Signing paperwork, come on now, like that sounds a little interesting if you're from the streets, from the streets, like right. <laughs> I signed a W nine. You talking about the paperwork? I signed a W nine. No, I feel you. You got the W nine, W four. You know, you got to get all that stuff right. Absolutely. In order to get the W two, right? Or I'm assuming maybe 1099. However, you got yeah. it set up. You know, it's up to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here with you. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So uh, <laughs> but um, you said something real key. Like you said before, you had the backing. You know, you know, with before you work with Revolt. So like, were you doing all of your editing and just everything by yourself? Like, what what was that yeah. process like? Like built building up your brand. Uh, up until the point where you did finally get some backing? Like, how did that work? Well, so um, I have been producing ciphers. I filmed my first cipher in December 2014. Um, I recorded my first interview in uh, January of 2014. Dropped the first episode in that following August. And then um, I had just been interviewing like a lot of the majority of the people that I started with, like doing interviews in Cypress, it was people that I grew up with that I found to be very talented. And um, pretty much like I was funding it myself. So I was I paid a bunch of videographers. I fired a bunch of videographers. Um, I was paying for like um, I paid people for verses to come do the Cypress. Um 
Uh, I was literally funding everything, but I mean, it wasn't no thing to me. Like I said, I didn't get my first apartment up until last year. So I didn't have any like real responsibilities like that. I've always had two jobs. I've always been a full-time student. So I was cool, you know, but um, pretty much like, yeah, like I said, I was just paying for the, just paying for what the fuck I wanted to do. Like no different than a girl just going shopping and buying makeup and shit. Like to me, like, I just wanted to pay for the ciphers. This is, this is content that I want to see. This is what me renting out spaces and things like that, throwing events and shit. Like, I literally was just putting money towards something that that was content that I just wanted to see. Is artists that I believe in or whatever. And shoot, it was it, it's no, like, big, like, you know, like, it's not no, yeah. like, big science behind it or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Like, it's literally me just doing what the fuck I always wanted to do. My dream as a little mm. girl was to host one of Sisson Park. So mm. I would stand in front of the, the TV with the remote and act like Free or act like Roxy and act like mm. I'm introducing the next, you know, freestyle <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I was that yeah. kid. So, like, that was has always been my freaking dream job. So, um, when I when I was able to, like, you know, like, make money and, you know, uh, after I graduated high school, it was like, okay, well, this is what I'm about to do. Like, I'm about to do what I saw people doing, you know, what I saw them doing on TV. And then we, we are the YouTube era, you know? So it was easier for and more convenient for, I feel like, for us to do stuff than, like, the generations, um, you know, before us or whatever, because we have access to equipment and things like right. that. Yeah. So um, once I, like, figured out in my head, like, damn, like, so I could get a camera. I can have these people pull up. We can film it and then I can just put it on YouTube. Like, <laughs> well, I have my own show. Like, that's crazy, right. you know? So. Yeah. yeah that's no, that's, 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 I mean, it sounds so simple, but it kind of is that simple. Like, you can really just do that, like, as, yeah. as, a, as a content creator, you know what I'm saying? It's like, a, it's, but, a, it's definitely a hustling mentality. Like, absolutely. you know what I mean? Like, you, mm-hmm. when you want to get to somewhere, like, you do what you got to do to get there, whether it's invest in money. Whether it's, you know, your time, mm-hmm. your effort, all that good stuff. Uh, but I will say, you know, I think the thing that separates people from, you know, to separates people in this industry is personality. And I just mm-hmm. talking to you for a couple minutes, I can already tell, like, you got that personality of a superstar. <laughs> like, like you said, like Thank somebody you. hosted 106, somebody <laughs> on like America's Got Talent, one of the hosts on there. So how would you describe yourself to the people? Like who who Woo! is Gina? I am the worst self promoter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a start. That's a good what's description. Your, what's your strengths and weaknesses, uh, Gina? Uh, <laughs> no, Regina. Uh, Regina, what uh, what is your strengths uh, and weaknesses? <laughs> what are you looking for um, for compensation? No. no. <laughs> I would um, I would just describe myself as somebody who's like like I've just never been afraid to do it exactly what it is that I want to do. And like, if I see, I, if, if the opportunity is like given to me or, you know, provided to me or, you know, offered, then like, I don't see myself as bigger than any opportunity. Like I'm not bigger than the program. I look at every single opportunity as like a learning experience. Um, so if it's working with fucking Adam at no jumper or, you know, working with revolt or working at with Blueface. Like it's literally like I look at every single situation as a learning opportunity where 
it gives me the chance to grow and, you know, just get my feet wet and learn more within the field. Um, I've always been the person who, what you, if, if I, if the idea comes in my head, you can't tell me that it's incompetent. It's impossible to accomplish. Like I'm going to fucking gotcha. figure it out. Like I am the ultimate nigger rigger. Like I will nigger rig some shit. <laughs> Nig- Yo, I haven't heard that word in like twenty years. Uh, <laughs> hey, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that that tripod broke. We it ain't nowhere way we that we can get that camera. We gonna use the shelf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we gonna use the mm-hmm. like, Yeah. I am some the books. ultimate nigger rigger, but like I definitely like have a go get it mentality. I'm gonna figure it out, and I feel like it is. It's nothing. The worst that can happen is somebody says no. Like, that's how I look at everything. Yeah. It's like, the yeah. worst that can happen, somebody says no. All I'm going to do is go around you and figure it out. Exactly. Like, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I also believe in, like, faith. Um, mm. I believe that you have to have faith to be successful. You have to be able to believe that. Like, the, the I don't know if y'all, did y'all see the, I'm sure y'all saw the Genius documentary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. Like, sure. you have to believe the only way that people are going to believe that you are who you are and the only way that you can be great is if you fucking believe it yourself. You know, like, you have absolutely. to believe it first. And, like, ever since I was a little kid, I literally saw myself hosting fucking 106 in Park. Like, yeah. I went to one of their tapings when they came to L.A. And by this time, it was like Bow Wow, Paige Yama's Mikey and Shorty were mm-hmm. uh, the hosts, but um, I was standing, um, I actually, I was on two episodes too. Um, mm. and I was standing in the, uh, in the audience or whatever, and just being on the set, like I felt something inside of me, like mm. I'm supposed mm. to be here. I started shaking. I started crying. They didn't see me, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like, it just wow. felt like this is the, this is what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. It's so like, like it's divine. Mm. yeah, it's like, yeah. Divine. For real, like it, like I ain't never felt my soul leave my body before. Like, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like, damn, like this is is somebody's talking to me. Somebody's telling me, like, right. you know, like this is it. So if I, when I get something in my head, like I don't fucking stop, I don't quit. And ever since I was a little girl, I knew that this, what I'm doing right now is what I'm supposed to be doing. Love that. That's that's funny. That's how I be feeling at Chipotle sometimes. Like my soul leave my body when they got the. <laughs> You know, burrito bowl when that's heavy hitting. My soul in my body, <laughs> that chip in my tongue, and that spot on is just right. <laughs> Are y'all back there seasoning today? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey yo, no that, nah, that corn. Hey, I be I be going crazy for that corn salsa. The corn salsa. Oh, the corn the salsa. What? Man, that's already hits. That's already hits. Crazy. But no, nah, I love y'all. I love what meat? What meat? What meat do y'all get though? It depends. It depends. If I'm getting a taco. Cause I just started getting on tacos at Chipotle recently. You can you can really uh, get some good shit. Get the beef. I'm sorry, uh, the steak. Get the, the steak. Get the steak. Get the steak. The steak. The steak. Get the steak. It don't but if go you're together a, with but the if you getting a but if you getting a bowl, if you getting a bowl, when you adding all mm. that extra salsa and rice and blah blah, blah fajitas, that's my shit. That's the secret ingredient. Get the fajitas. You got to get fajitas chicken. Cool. Got to get the chicken. Yeah, the chicken go crazy, and they I back like there the seasoning that chicken now. I like that chicken, man. Hell they yeah. seasoning that chicken and them black beans, yeah. and I, yeah. I get the I had to put the juice from the black beans like all over the the thing and make it like make the bowl wet. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. yeah they get the cup. That. Yeah, they get the cup and then they push it down a little bit and then they fill oh. the cup up with the broth and then pour it yeah. on there and get it wet. 
Oh, hey, you, you just put, got the cheat. You, you got put, the cheat code. You put me on game. You put me on game. You got the cheat code. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought I was doing something. I'd be asking for extra rice. Hey, can I get some? That's not enough rice. <laughs> yeah, you be, you be winking get a little bit more rice. It don't matter how much rice they put. I'm like, hey, can you put a little bit more? That rice crazy. I'll be doing that for the chicken, though. I'll be like, hey, they, they get a good, they be giving me a good scoop, too. They, here you go. I'm like, um, hey, can you, hey, can you just give me a little half real quick? And I'm like, yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Just, yeah, just right there. Just put a little half scoop. <laughs> They be like, sir, I just gave you a lot. No, no, no just, like, little, just a little half. Give me a little more. Yeah, I be, I be in there begging, man. I, I, I be looking I bad. Be, be but, uh, but Gina, though, like you, you said, you said a lot, though. I, I hope that people kind of like get the inspiration from from your story, because like mm-hmm. I really do see you elevating to like a whole nother level, even than what you have right now. And and it's no Thank coincidence you. that you know what you just explained how. You believe this when you was a kid and you had that go-getter mentality. It all makes sense. And I think that for people out there, you know, hopefully y'all, y'all see that, you know, opportunity comes to those who create it. Because you know these, kids, these kids these days, they think op- ops. They think that's what opportunity means, ops. <laughs> like, I'm not going after no op. No, opportunity. <laughs> Take advantage of your opportunity. <laughs> like, when did y'all realize... Do you know how many people ask me, what does ops mean? I'm like, oh, that's opposite. Oh, that's opposition, right? <laughs> Some of them think it's opportunity. There's a project manager somewhere that thinks ops means opportunity. <laughs> Yo, hey, Gina, you had a... You was, I saw it real quick before we move on to like another topic uh, or into the show, into the other topics we have. Um, I saw you when you was, I guess, recruiting. You were recruiting rappers, right? Trying to get them to like submit their their verses to a song. I saw you kick a little freestyle with the, you was clowning them at the same time. So I was wondering, like, damn, does Gina rap like she around all this rap? She's around like all these rappers. She's been she's ingratiated oh. in the culture. Does Gina have bars? Is that am I am I off? So shout out to Reason. Uh, I did not tell anybody this, but Reason wrote that. Oh, <laughs> that was Reason coming snap. for y'all, not me. Bro, are you serious? Oh. Reason, yeah, that's what my so you got. Is. So you got a ghostwriter? Don't come on. You ain't just that's admit that. That's my ghostwriter. Damn. That's my ghostwriter. All right, see, it is I'm, I'm real. I'm real. I'm a. Yeah. I'm a. I'm a. Let them know. I didn't write that. Reason okay. wrote that shit. <laughs> okay. Hey, but you delivered though. Hold on, hold you on. Delivered. Is this bro? Is this breaking news? Does anybody know that? I don't think anybody knows this. Damn. Oh, okay. We got <laughs> this. Is going out there? Then we gotta let the people know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reason. Reason. That's my boy. He's actually one of my favorite. He's in my top five. One of my favorite artists. Um, mm, he's nice. And he actually nice. is a part of my journey as well. Okay. So reason, um, we did three ciphers together, freestyles, interviews, and things like that, and we both like just made sure that we were like instrumental in each other's career. Mm. And um, reason actually gave me the money to throw my first concert. Wow! So um, this was before he was signed to TDE. This Mm. was like 2017, I think it was, maybe 2016. And um, he actually got at me one day like, hey, like, why the fuck you haven't threw, like, any, like, big, like, showcase or anything like that? Like, you need to throw some big shit. And I'm like, man, because I just want to, I want to host some big shit. Like, I don't want to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, throw it or whatever. So, right. um, Reason ended up just telling me, like, and I was like, boy, I don't got no fucking money to throw no event. We got pay for venue, DJ, stage, food. Like, yeah. you know, that's it's too much to, you know, think yeah. about. And he was like, don't worry about it. Like, I got you. 
you get the artist, and I'm gonna pay for everything. Damn. And that's what he did. And then shit, some years later, that nigga got signed to TDE. God, he damn. was on the fucking Black Panther um, yeah. album. Ooh, that was yeah. great. Um, he had did the the BT uh, Hip Hop Award cipher, which is like one of my freaking dreams. So it was like dope mm-hmm. as hell to see like an artist mm-hmm. that I started off with um, end up going that far. You know, so shout out yeah, to Reason. That's my ghostwriter. Yeah, shout out Reason. <laughs> he's nice. He's nice. Reason, you know what you niggas, not me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm tired of everybody singing. Like, so I was asking niggas to rap. I was trying to get people on for the next cipher. Yeah. And like a bunch of people. So I had I I asked people to rap over the wrong idea instrumental. Yeah. And people had a lot of people had already did it. And they were sending me links to the shit they already like, oh, I already did this. Check this out. Nigga, that's not what I asked. Like, I didn't ask for that. People were sending me like, oh, you want me to rap on that beat? I don't like that beat, but check out my music video. Yeah. I don't fuck that. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> rap, nigga. Like, follow follow the assignment. There's an yeah. assignment at play. There's a beat. Rap. You, yo, she was bullying. She was like, rap, nigga, rap. I said rap. Well, you <laughs> can't rap. I was like, yeah. <laughs> was Why y'all rap. not rapping? Like, yeah, oh, like you know, they, so people are scared out. to rap. People scared to rap these days, you know. They, they can't. Man, they people, can't rap. They can't. People be in my comments. People be talking to me crazy. Yo, the artist that you done had on the cipher is is whack. I can mm. rap. I can rap better than them. You need to fuck with a real MC. <laughs> and all right, rap, nigga. Yeah. Because everybody can rap until I turn the beat on. That's a fact. That's, That's true. A fact. That's a fact. Listen, more of the, the beat story, on, like Freeway said. Moral of the story. Shout out the reason, because you know he seemed like a real one. He seemed like a real one. For that, for that move, for sure. Um, yo, Q, you want to get into the show and we'll kick off the next topic? Yes, sir. Let's get on to the show. Let's kick off the next topic. So, you know, we got a lot of hot rappers out right now. Uh, the little babies of the world, the little dirks of the world, the uh, NBA young boys of the world, et cetera, et cetera. Megan Thee Stallion. What do some of these artists got to do to get to that next level? Does it got to be a Jay-Z feature? Does it got to be they getting on TV more, doing more interviews? What do you think some of your favorite rappers got to do now to get to that next level? I'm going to start I off think with those... you. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to go, Uch? Or... Oh, you asked? No. Nah, yeah, yeah. Like Gina had, sound like Gina yeah, but Gina had, could I, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, oh. you, was, you was shooting from the hip. Go ahead. Like, yeah. <laughs> go for it. No, I was just going to say, um, like, especially like with the people you named, I honestly think they're doing a, a good job. Like, mm. whatever the mm. hell they're doing is working. We talking about them. We listening to them. You know, we mm. playing their shit. I think a lot of people right now, they're doing a great job of like staying out of the media in a negative light with the exception mm. of like a, a couple of people, you know, but mm. like, remember shit. And before social media, it was always something in the tabloids. Like, oh, this rapper is a right. of rape. Yeah. This rapper hit that girl. You know, like, stuff yeah. like that. I think the people are doing a really good job of, like, just staying in a positive light. And um, I think, too, like, a lot of that has to do with, like, their uh, connection with their fans. Like, you're mm-hmm. able to see what your favorite rapper is doing in, during the day. You know, like, oh, this person, yeah, yeah, yeah. little baby had a bowl of cereal. 
little jerk <laughs> is at is shopping right at Icebox. Like, you yeah. know, like where yeah. they're able to connect with people um, a lot more. What I think, though, too, like somebody who I love uh, right now, as far as like Brandon is concerned, is like Sweetie's Brandon. Um, she got like her Birkin bag talks. She's mm-hmm. doing stuff with Crocs. Mm-hmm. She's doing stuff with freaking um, uh, McDonald's. Like, yeah. I think, like, all of that shit is so freaking dope. Like, to just, like, just see the different, like, brand branding and creativity and stuff like that. Even Mega Stallion with uh, Cash App. Um, yeah. uh, Popeyes. Like, Netflix, I think that's Netflix so, and whatnot. Ne- yeah, like, I think that shit is amazing. Like, the, the, the branding is, like, freaking crazy, so... I would like to see more stuff like that from um, mm-hmm. artists. I don't know if that would really do anything, if that really influences their artistry, because, like, I mean, branding and shit don't take away from the pen, you know, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with those people that we talked about, like, uh, that y'all mentioned, I think they're definitely, like, right now, they're doing, like, a good fucking job. No, that's real. That's a, you know, it's... Yeah, uh, I was, I was going to say... Go. I, let me... Let me, let me uh, go ahead, Q. Go. Because there, there was some names she mentioned. Absolutely. You know, with the branding, I definitely agree. Like the branding is, it takes your stuff to a next level. If people mm-hmm. are willing to pay for something that your face is on, that means they really, really rock with you. It's a good Hell indication. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hell um, yeah. But you know, what's interesting is Lil Dirk on his last album that he dropped. I mean, a lot of it was like old block, you know, shoot him up type stuff. But he did have a song with um, Morgan, the, uh, what's his name? Blast? Morgan Wallet Wallet. Morgan Wallen. The c- country guy, right? Beautiful, uh, so, whatever it was called. Which is, a, I thought it was a pretty dope Broadway song. Girls. You know, back in the day, that was kind of the way that you get to that next level, right? You start crossing Little country, over. huh? Yeah. Like with uh, Nelly. Okay. Yeah, like Nelly, right? Exactly. It's a crossover. Like, is that still a way for people to take that next level? Like, is that where Lil Dirk should be going? Like, the crossover? Maybe See, a Dua Lipa <laughs> feature? I don't think it's like really no formula to it. Like if it works, it works. Cause just imagine everybody trying to go country mm, yeah. <laughs> now. It That'd just sounds crazy. crazy as hell. Like, you know, like I think yeah. it has it just has to work. Like, and if it works, then it's a good idea. But I wouldn't right. say that like that's what everybody needs to like to go mm-hmm. over. That worked for Dirk, that worked for Nelly, that worked for uh Lil Nas X. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it, it's not I don't think it's gonna work for everybody. So I would hate for like all these people who haven't done it yet to be like, oh shit, I'm about to go country and then I'm gonna take off. It's no right. nigga, you fucked up the airwaves. It but. don't work. It don't work like that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, I, I I think that I think that like you you right on the money with that. Like it, it to me, the word I use is organic, right? Like as a, as a listener, as somebody, you know, we we just receive the music. You know what I'm saying from these artists. If I listen to a song and I think to myself, damn, like that was believable then, like, it is what it is. Like, I don't need to question, you know, how it came about. Because I can tell you right now, I listened to the, the Q, you brought it up, the Morgan Wallen joint, uh, Broadway Girls with Lil Durk. And to me, what Lil Durk has been showing over the last, what, four, five, however long years with his melodic style is that, like, he's able to translate what he's been doing onto something like that where it sounds natural. You know, whereas, mm-hmm. like, whereas, like, to me, um, I know you brought up, uh, Megan Thee Stallion earlier, that's actually probably my criticism with Megan Thee Stallion musically right now is that like, while I think branding wise, she's on point, all of that stuff is like dope. She's like getting into all these different ventures. But I think musically, like I don't really hear the growth or like where she's, what she's trying to do musically. 
You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's just uh, maybe that's just me. But like, I do feel like maybe she has a little bit more work to to grow musically and how she's crossing over. Like she's doing songs with Dua Lipa. You know, she's doing songs with BTS. You know what I'm saying? Like it, she's like in the pop lane right now. But to me, it don't really sound organic to me. Is it just me, or or, or am I tripping? Do y'all feel that way? I you know I think it doesn't have to in my opinion i I, i'm gonna kind of go a little on the left side with y'all it don't have to sound organic i think at the same she's experimenting right like she's experimenting but what i think she does is in those songs she's still herself like she's still rapping the same way it's just over beats that like you know are not typical of what she raps over you know with the at the end of the day whether the song with bts was good or not she now has tapped into that market whether the song with Dua Lipa is good or not, she has now tapped into that market. So more people are actually getting a chance to hear her. I think that does work for her. Personally, as a fan, I think she there's an area that she's good at, like the music that she makes on her albums. I actually think her albums are pretty good. Like, I think that's her best lane musically, but I do also see her as an experimental person. But then, you know, some people like, you know, let's say Lil Baby, right? Lil Baby started doing gospel music. Like Lil Baby got a song with uh, Kirk Franklin. Like, mm-hmm. but, you know, is that his next step? Like, do you, did that sound as natural to y'all? Like, was that something that you feel like that can be his next step of him venturing off? I say yes. I say yes, because um, that, that, that joint with Kirk Franklin was fire. Like, it was. I'm, it was, I'm sorry. It was. It, like, but again, like, it's just one of them things. Where, that, that's just my criteria. Like, to me, or, organicness. You know the uh, believability aspect. Like if I'm listening to it and your and your sound, it, it it like morphs well with the music of it. I'm I'm bought in. Whereas like mm. not all features work. Like we got to be honest. Like let's let's not act like just because just because a big artist hopped on a song in a pop lane that is just fire because like mm-hmm. they did it. Like nah. Like not all not all of them sound dope. Um, for I give you a perfect example where it goes great. You know where styles are like opposite of the of the side of things but they morph well to me when little uh, uh sorry when dub baby speaking of babies uh when dub baby did a uh a feature with um dua lipa i thought that that song was great um i can't remember the exact name of the song right now but like to me two completely opposite sides of the spectrum but there's something about the baby's energy his 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 rapid ability he just kind of like he he morphs into whatever the song needs it to be. I think that's one of his superpowers, to be honest with you. Um, that I think other artists can maybe like utilize and, and, and kind of use the the baby model. It's just mm-hmm. like be yourself. Make sure the song is good. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like we got We got to keep saying that because rapping is rapping, but the song got to be good. So I don't know. I mean, there's different there's different elements that people can get into though. Y'all y'all definitely mentioned a bunch. I think as long as like the mesh is like like it meshes well and it's not a clear like difference between the two. Like, have you ever listened to a song and you can tell that it was mixed by one verse was mixed by somebody else and the, the rest of the whole song, you know, was mixed by a totally different person? Like, I don't like when it's like a, a clear oh, yeah. difference <laughs> between the feature and, you know, the song. But um, like like we said earlier, like Nelly, like 
that shit was freaking perfect. Like it didn't sound mm. like he was entering somebody else's world. It didn't sound like somebody mm. else was entering his world. It sounded like two worlds had combined together. I think Absolutely. freaking um, Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne did a great job of stepping into rock. And they they mm. uh, they had a rock song. I forget the name of it, but I just remember them going crazy in the yeah, in the video or whatever. Yeah, and like um. that works. You know, like it didn't feel like they were mm-hmm. coming through and. <laughs> interrupting a whole nother world and making a freaking tragedy of it. You know, like they yeah. did an absolutely phenomenal job of hopping on some mm-hmm. rock shit. Like I yeah. thought it was amazing. I got, know, a, so, I got a question. I got a real okay. question for both of y'all real quick. Cause you just said something interesting. It, it kind of veered me off to a whole different aspect. What is, I, I guess I understand it, but I want to ask y'all like when rappers get hot, you know, they, we use the term crossover a lot, Right. We say, all right, like, damn, the rappers, they kind of reached their peak. And now they start going into the more pop lane and, you know, working with the BTSs, the Dua Lipas, the Halseys, all of them, right? Do you feel like that is necessary these days? Or do you feel like rap is at a point right now where they, those other artists should be coming into the rap world? You get, what I'm, you get where I'm going mm. with that? Mm. Um, see, I think... I'm as a fan, like from a fan perspective, I'm okay with them not crossing over to any other world. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm okay with them doing exactly what we love them for. Like I'm totally fine with that. However, from like a marketing aspect, I completely understand why fuck it, they put Justin Bieber on that goddamn <laughs> What the oh. fuck? What's the song? Justin Bieber's on the remix. On my leg, uh, you talking about the Afro uh, oh, the, yeah. the joint with on my leg that just came out? Attention, oh my give my attention. Yeah, that like, shit was annoying. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it was annoying. It was, it was, but I <laughs> it was annoying from, as like well. from a marketing, you know, perspective. Like they're trying mm-hmm. to get a new audience um onto that artist. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to get that Justin Bieber audience, you know, uh onto this artist. So I get it, but like like I said, as a fan, <laughs> like I'm okay. With them not going into any other genre, because I don't listen to no other genre. Like I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. But mm-hmm. as long if it works and it works, like I'm not saying like Fabulous is my favorite rapper. Drake is, you know, in my top as well. If mm-hmm. they do that, it's not gonna make me not listen to the the, the song. Like I'm gonna fucking listen to it because they're on it, and I want to hear right. whatever the fuck they're doing. You know, but like mm-hmm. I'm old, I don't need it. Like I'm, I'm fine mm-hmm. with it. Um, yeah. Yo, you ever get a sequel to a movie and it's like, oh, I didn't really need that. I didn't need that. <laughs> barbershop 2. You know, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I didn't need barber. I just needed one barbershop. One coming to America. We didn't need part two 30 that years song, later. Yo, hot take. That song is 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 trash. I, I got to say. Which one? The Justin Attention? Bieber and I like that Lay, It's trash. I actually like it. And the reason why it's trash is because of what Gina just said. Like, it, it kind well... I'm going to add on to that. It sounds forced. Like, Bieber usually adds to these songs. Like, I thought what he did on Essence was more... It was oh, more no, that's like... What I'm, I'm talking about Essence. You're talking about Essence, yeah. I thought oh, Attention was Essence. dope. I thought you were I talking didn't, about... I didn't, I didn't like bad. Essence. I didn't okay. like Essence. I actually like Essence more than I like this new one. Okay, but... Okay, now that I know what you're talking about, I'll give you an example of where, like, an artist in the other lane comes into this world and, like, does a great job. So there's this dude named Fireboy DML, right? Speaking of mm-hmm. Afrobeats. He has that song, mm-hmm. Pe- Peru, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a hit on its own. But then Ed Sharon jumped on the remix. And mm-hmm. Ed Sharon is, is, he did his thing on there. Like, to me, 
he he brought that song to life. He added more quality. He didn't disrespect the the intention of the original song. Like everything was just amazing with Ed Sheeran on the remix. I think that that is an example. It sounds like y'all y'all well, haven't heard it. So I would say go, no, go check it, it out. Of course, for sure. I, heard it. I, I mean, go check so, it out because it's dope. It's dope. Kind of kind of going back to your question, right? So everybody is trying to get something out of somebody, right? That's the that's the name of the game here. Mm-hmm. So I think for pop artists, what they're trying to get from hip hop artists is that cool. What's the uh uh what's the card that they used to say back then when we were kids? Uh uh what you mean? Gangster card or whatever. They try to look cool, pretty much like hip hop artists help solidify how cool they look to their audience. You know what I mean? Like Justin Bieber hopping on let's say the joint with DJ Khaled and Quavo and stuff like that. It makes him look cool to like the hip hop community and to all his fans. I think that's what they get from hip hop artists. What is it that hip hop artists get from pop artists? Like what type of brownie points do you get from hopping on a pop song? Is it just like notoriety? Bro, you get more fans. Just, you just get more fans. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. More fans, you know, brings more as, everything. So you as a so you as a hip hop artist, let's say forget the fans part. What would be the incentive for you to hop on a pop song? Aside from you know you getting new fans, like what would be the incentive? So I, I answer it first. So like for me, if I if I'm hopping on a pop song, number one, we put fans aside. Okay, cool. You get into a different genre, right? You you expand your your uh, musical. Um, you know, horizons, if you will, right? It makes you a little bit more diverse of an artist. That's one. Okay. Uh, n- number two, it makes you, honestly, it makes you more marketable. Let's just be honest. It does. <laughs> okay. When, when, when you, when, and it's, no, it's not a coincidence that all of these artists that they, they, they collaborate with these pop artists, they now start to get more acclaim. When they get more acclaim, they get more clout. When the clout comes, they become more marketed, marketable to these brands. The brands want to mm-hmm. do deals with them. When they when they get the deals, now they can make more money. When they make more money, like, it, the cycle just continues. It, to me, it's a get, win-win. And then you get canceled, and then you got to start back again. Start from the ding, beginning. Ding, 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 <laughs> the baby. <laughs> right? That's a, isn't, didn't, didn't the baby and Tory Lanez, they were both were like on the verge of get into that next level like they they had their little pop features i think tory lanes was on a song with um with jojo right and he then, was you know all the stuff happened now he's back to i guess like you know step one as a hip-hop artist so, tory lanes does a, a great job of um changing his sound based on who the yeah based on what you know whatever the track is whatever mm-hmm. the Mm-hmm. Whatever the specs of the track, as far as the artist that's on there, the type of beat, whatever the sound is that he, he's going for, like I look at Tory Lanez, he's so fucking talented. He's like an iguana, like definitely, he can definitely. literally, like yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't exactly. know, I don't know what the hell he drinks in the morning. I don't know <laughs> what what's in his water, but whatever the hell that man is able to do, like he can talented. literally adjust to any fucking environment, and I think that that's and musically. Um, I don't care about anything else personally. I don't get into that, but yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Tory Lanez right. has let's, an let's art. Like, stay away from that. Yeah, he's able to like adjust to any freaking environment. I think that that like he's one person. Like I probably wouldn't even get mad at him doing like how we talking about pop and getting into like mm-hmm. you know different genres and things like that. Like that nigga might be able to make a song on another genre, and I wouldn't even know that that that's yeah. him. 
Yo, yeah, he did it. He nice. just did it. Like the man put out a fucking seventies album. Like right, morphed, right. morphed into this whole morphed <laughs> yeah. into yeah. this whole bag. Yeah. He, the whole presentation you know, was different, and the music was to me. It sounded authentic. You know, but you he know what? Been, I, he might have been here before. Yeah, for 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 real. Mm. Might have been here before. He yeah. might be from the past and the future. Delor- <laughs> he, he took the DeLorean to 2022. But you know what's funny? Yeah. I feel like three people really don't. They could, if they wanted to, go pop. Tory Lanez is one of them. Drake. I mean, as much as Drake has, you know, dabbled in Afro pop, as much as he dabbled in all that other stuff, I don't think I've heard Drake on a pop song before. If you really think about it, I've never heard him on a pop song. No, I think not really. I I have. It, I think it's been done before. I just can't think of what mm-hmm. of what song it is. But Drake That's is true. another person who has the ability to do whatever the fuck to he hop wants on and all that. Work. And the reason I say Drake, he actually mentioned it on his last album. He he said uh, all these people going pop, you know, sounds phony. Blah 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 blah. He mentioned that, so it looked like he's Ooh. not gonna go pop. That's but another person is Chris Brown too. Since you know these last 10 15 years, Chris Brown don't hop on pop as much, like yeah. he's he's really sticking to the hip hop RB side, and those three are as popular as it gets. So, well, let's be clear though, let's be clear though, before and we're gonna move on right after this, let's be clear though, before Chris Brown had his whole incident, he, he was, was pop. making pop music, he was making on graffiti, yeah. all that graffiti yeah. stuff, he was like he was, he had songs with Justin Bieber back in the day, he was on his pop wave, he just, I guess, what's that goddamn iPod commercial. He did the yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he had the right? bubble gum. Remember the wriggly bubble gum? Exactly. Over here dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing I'll say though is Drake though, like you you kinda right though. You got me thinking. I don't really think Drake does a whole lot of pop song. If anything, Drake's songs just end up being pop. Like I think of Hotline Bling. Yeah. Hotline yeah. Bling is a pop song. People would consider that at this point. Yeah. But like that's just a Drake. Fun song, right? You don't really yeah. think of it like pop. It's just you just say, "Oh, that's nah, Drake." He, got, he for sure got some pop shit. I just can't think of it. That nigga like got he, some pop shit. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't a lot. But think, it ain't a think lot about it. It's probably not a lot. But how he many have he? How many people in pop has he collaborated with? Like you, you don't see a Drake and Taylor Swift song, or you don't see any of that. Like he, he stays away from that. Without who got and he's who featured with Maroon Five? Him or Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. And Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar too. Yo, everybody yeah. featured with Maroon Five. Everybody, yeah. Cardi B, <laughs> Meg Thee Stallion, Wiz Khalifa. Now y'all got me wondering what the what, what right, <laughs> right. That what was a trivia question five. right there. Hey, I ain't gonna lie though. Maroon Five, one of my favorite, my favorite groups of all time. I ain't gonna lie. Maroon yeah, Five is fire. I love me Sunday morning. Fire. Woo. But um, yo, let's 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 move on though, Gina. If you got if you got them pop them pop songs by Drake, feel free to blurt them out as we uh we getting into some other topics. Um, next topic. Who are the top five female rappers of all time? Like I mentioned this before, I'm tired of having this convo with no women present. Um, and so with that being said, uh. I, I'd like to kick this to one of y'all, specifically Gina, though. Like, if you got some names of... And, and this doesn't have to be, like, ranked if you don't want it to be, especially, like, if you haven't thought it all the way through. It's up to yeah. you. But, like, when you think of, like, all the female rappers... I know you're a rap head. When you think of all of them that you've been aware of, mm-hmm. past, present, who are the top five you've ever heard? Um. So, I'm going to say... Trina. Ooh. Mm. Um, 
Little Kim. Um, okay. Nikki. Okay, that's three. All right. And then my last two are more so like people who I'm like fans of currently. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that they do have longevity in this. Um, so Tink, who's I think mm-hmm. she's like super slept on with Tink the pen. Is, Tink is crazy. Tink is a crazy uh, artist. And as of recent, I just got on to, uh, well, not as a recent, I've been watching like all her freestyle videos and stuff like that, just sitting in front of her phone, but uh, Lady London. Mm, Lady London. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so to be clear though, these are your favorite five of all time? Or are you saying that like, objectively speaking, if you had this convo with uh, anybody else in the barbershop, or not barbershop, the nail salon or where, wherever it is you going later on today or whatever, these are who these are the five that you would argue for ever. Like these are the greatest the five you've ever heard in your life. Is that well, what you're saying? the three the first three, yes. But okay. the last two is like those are like my favorite people right now. Like as far as like mm. gotcha. female artists. Got you, got you, got you. I, I, really I mean, I'm like, not gonna argue with them. Argue and say Tink and Lady London, Lady London is better. <laughs> yeah. Trina and Nicki Minaj of all time, you know. Yeah. But I yeah, definitely nah, think yeah. that like they can get busy with mm-hmm. whoever the fuck you oh, know man. is on the track with them. Like, oh, no, for most sure, definitely. That's for sure, for sure. So, so now nah, I'm with you on that. Like, I think for me, um, yeah, I mean, I think Nicki is like an obvious one to me. Nikki is a goat, you know, and, and it's funny, like, she just did an interview with Joe Budden, right? And, and like, I'm listening to her talk, and it's like, I got the sense that, like, she knows she's the goat, she knows she's up there, but yet she still is, like, in the rat race, if you will. Meaning, like, mm-hmm. she's still in full-blown artist mode, still releasing new music, still worrying about the numbers, still, you know, like, doing all of that, which is dope, because I like... I like Nicki Minaj when she's active like that. Like you said, Q, that, that song with Coyla Ray, mm-hmm. that's the one. Bro, that's the one. That's the, that's the one that's going to get Nicki back on track, in my opinion, people remembering who she is. But, um, yeah, I think Nicki is like an obvious one to me. And then, like, Lil' Kim, I got to throw Lil' Kim in there because, you know what I'm saying, like, she is a pioneer. Uh, obviously, came before Nicki, but, but even just, like, her rapping ability is so... It was so top tier, even at that point. Mm-hmm. And I know she got a lot of flack because people said Biggie wrote her stuff. You know, there's like the whole, all them claims about like Lil' Kim getting her, her stuff writ- written for her, Foxy Brown. There's a bunch of that stuff going on, like in the female rapper community. But like, still, I got to throw Lil' Kim in there. Mm-hmm. Number three, Missy Elliott. I know Missy is like, not really a rapper. Is she a singer? What is she? I'm going to throw in rap just because, like, that's just kind of what I feel like doing. Missy Elliott is a goat. Real talk. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think I need to explain that shit. Like, y- y'all just know. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and then the last two, this is where it gets tricky for me because I-, I really don't know. I want to throw in Lauren Hill, but she ain't really put out enough music. I- I- it's like my pet peeve when you ain't really drop a whole lot of music. I can't really be highlighting you in in these conversations kind of like andre 3000 i can't really bring andre 3000 and a whole lot of these debates because the man ain't really put a whole lot of music out so mm-hmm. i'm on the fence about uh, lauren hill so i'm gonna throw in the brat the brat the brat was that the brat was the brat was fire and then trina 
Trina is in my top five. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, she's up there. But I got a, I got some honorable mentions. Queen Latifah. Oh, you going to hog it up? You, so you going to let Bro, me not honorable say mention, anything? Honorable <laughs> mention. Honorable <laughs> mentions, my G. And then um, Remy Ma. Q. Ooh, who, Remy who, Ma. Who are your five? Ooh. Who are your five? Ooh. Remy oh, I, de- I definitely got Remy as an honorable mention. I love Remy Ma. See, see, Remy Ma. You got, yeah, you got the honorable mention. Back in the day, Remy Ma gave you chills back then. Like I, I remember watching Remy Ma on um those like uh, MTV freestyle shows. Remember like the gutter oh, ones man. that used to come on oh, at like eleven thirty, and like she was bodying people. But yeah, Remy Ma is an honorable mention for me. Uh, say you know I agree with Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim. Uh, Nothing got to be said about those two. Eve. I thought Mm. Eve, like in her prime, like with Uh Rough Riders going toe-to-toe with DMX, Jada Kiss holding her own. I thought even a good chunk of the time beat them when they were on those songs together. Love is blind. Like Eve is definitely up there for me. Uh, Eve is crazy. It is. What's that? Oh, her pen is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I just like the like bravado that she rapped with, like the the confidence. Like when she stepped on the mic, she made sure you felt it. That's what I. That's like the biggest takeaway for Eve for me. Uh, and then you know I got I got uh, Lauren Hill. I know you didn't want to say Lauren Hill, but I think Lauren Hill. She's done enough as a rapper to me to be able to be put on that spot. Somebody who I think eventually can go down as one of the greatest of all time is Lotto. I'm high on Lotto. I've heard her on like uh she she redid this Gucci Man Lemonade song mm-hmm. and she she bodied it. In and every single song it seems like that she gets on, she bodies it. Punchlines, flows, swagger, confidence, all that stuff. I think one day she's gonna go down as like one of the best of all time. I, I truly mm. believe that. Okay. And, you know, Missy Elliott. I think Missy Elliott, everything what you mentioned, Ooch was right. But I think the biggest thing about Missy is she changed the game. Like in terms of, I think Lil Wayne, a lot of Lil Wayne's style comes from Missy. Cause one of the, one of the songs that I thought changed the hip hop game forever is super duper fly. The way she was rapping, it was kind of like goofy, just kind of like having fun with it, playing around with different flows and just kind of like, you know, wasting bars in a sense of like, not really caring to make sense, just having fun. I think a lot of rappers have run with that style, and I think Missy created that. So those are my five honorable mention. I cannot forget about Rhapsody. Rhapsody, what she's doing thank is you. I was whew, thank you. I was like somebody no, got to mention her name. No name. <laughs> somebody got to mention Rhapsody. No for name real. is killing it. Uh, Iggy Azalea. It's like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> but that's my and, that's my five. And the next topic. Uh what, what, what are we at next? Let's see. Uh oh, I'm sorry. Were, were you done? My bad. No, I, like, I, like, I do like Iggy though. I'm not gonna lie, I do like Iggy. Not my top five, but I, I do like Iggy. Oh man, Iggy Azalea. Yo, does she still rap? Am I, am, I think does she, she still got, make she, music? She dropped something about like two years ago. About but a year people ago. still check it? I mean, I'm, I'm this is a real question. Like I no, don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think she's doing her thing, though. <laughs> is Lizzo a rapper? It, it, can we put Lizzo on there? Is Lizzo a rapper? You know, I've heard people refer to Lizzo as a rapper. Gina, do you think Lizzo's a rapper? Or do you would you consider her more of a singer? I thought she was me more personally, of a singer. That's what I would say, right? Mm, okay. She she, yeah. she she wouldn't have made it, but I mean, 
That's interesting. So, so why do you think people like Missy do not get that respect or like people like Lil Kim and Nicki Minaj when it comes down to like the top rappers of all time? Because nobody ever mentions them. Top 20, top 15. I mean, I know it's obvious they're a woman, but is there other reasons that that they're not getting it? I mean, um, with all topics and, you know, subjects that aren't female driven, women are, you know, not mentioned mm-hmm. or shown love or recognition. It's just mm-hmm. a part of it's being just a one woman. one of those things, right? And it should, yeah. If yeah. we talking like a top 20 of all time rappers, period, like somebody like a fucking little Kim or Nikki, like mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, like y'all said, should be mentioned, like. Mm-hmm. Without mm-hmm. a fucking doubt. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think it has a lot to do with the small number of women rappers that are in the game compared to the colossal mm. yeah. <laughs> amount of yeah. male rappers. Yeah. You know that when mm-hmm. people think of rap, they don't associate it with women. When people think of NBA, uh, you know, basketball or professional sports, they don't think mm-hmm. about the women who are killing it. So that's I think true. that that's just a that that's really like a lack on just society. Period. Like when mm. it comes to what females do and what women, you know, what women's value is in the game. Like you know, mm. period. Like women are right. devalued, and like people forget. Like no, a fucking woman did this, or you know, like a, a female mm-hmm. can do this too. Like and get busy. Nikki done. Kill niggas on track. She, like, facts, facts, slaughter. You know, like Nikki killed Nikki killed them niggas in that on that cipher on that on that um hip hop award cipher. Mm-hmm. Like oh the uh, the the yeah the, you talking about when when she just was getting started. Mm-hmm. The one the one with yeah. Joe Button was wasn't Joe Button like right next to her? Am I tripping? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she did. She did. She, she had a, that was a moment. Yeah. That was a moment. Yeah. But like, how do you how do we change that though? Like, I know that's a loaded question, but like. How do women become more of the conversation? Is there something that the guys need to do? Is this more like we need to just simply acknowledge women more? Like, I know this is probably a hard question, but like, how do we change that? I think it's like literally all a part of evolution. Like we're seeing that women are being recognized for things. I didn't know about Women's History Month up until two, three years ago. I don't remember hearing about that in high school, Like. Yeah. I don't even know how long this has existed. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I never I never heard of it till, I heard about it a year or two ago. I'm not even gonna lie. Never yeah. heard of this joint. Never. So but it's like I, it should it shouldn't even be a month, you know what I mean? Like it should yeah. be it's like what I don't know. Like I, I feel that's kinda weird that they a month has to be dedicated to women. It should be like Yeah. It should be normal, you know what I mean? You like should, it should be celebrated ex- all the time. Say that again. We can say that for Black History Month. We can say that for every every damn. It's month. a lot of shit that we can say that for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do, I do think like at this point, like where where we are today, like people are doing a um a better job of recognizing women and you know just understanding like that a woman's contri- contribution to society like we are responsible for a lot of shit like we keep mm-hmm. a lot of shit afloat mm-hmm. <laughs> like 
So I think that like with time, it's just going to naturally come. Like I would hate for us to be force feeding people to let this person is, you know, like, <laughs> not listen to us. You, like, you don't think like, that's going to work? You don't think that's going to work? Man, no, that's fucking corny. <laughs> Women, like, if you, <laughs> I remember, uh, <laughs> Yo, I think it funny. was it was Angie oh, Martinez. Um, <laughs> I forget what the fuck I saw this on, but she was saying that like, like she's like cause the person I was interviewing was letting her know like she's like a very humble person. Like she's not she doesn't brag or anything. She doesn't brag about what she does and stuff like that. And I remember her saying something like she's not that person who just want to let everybody know, you know, A, B, and C. Like you, like I said earlier, I'm the worst fucking self promoter. Like mm-hmm. I don't need recognition for stuff mm-hmm. that I do. Like I've never gotten mm-hmm. this shit for accolades. I got in it to mm-hmm. create the content that I wanted to see. So I think women, like women, is so are so used to carrying the 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 weight, carrying the load that like we don't have to stand up and be like, respect me, like you know, like the demeanor and all of that is just gonna fucking say it. Like yeah. like I said, wherever mm-hmm. it was that, uh, that I forget where Angie Martinez was on. I thought it was so long ago, but her presence and like she it, everything that she's done spoke for itself she didn't need to come in there on no like high power type shit you know like and, mm. yeah and you know i think that's funny that you say that i think it's a the answer your question Uch, i think it's a men thing like where i think as men we tend to brag about every little thing that we do like mm-hmm. we like think about i was thinking about this the other day i was like liquor right we all know Puff Daddy Ciroc, like Puff Daddy Ciroc, like he he got Ciroc, like Ciroc, 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 Ciroc. But there's a woman that owns Skinny Girl, you mm. know, and that's doing pretty damn good also. But it's like, it's just kind of like moving in silence in a sense. Another yeah. person, Cardi B, right? Cardi B won a Grammy for her album. That is saying more than what a lot of people have done. Us, us male rappers and stuff have done. But like it seems like the the males are more like, yo, man, look what I did, man. Look, look, I just sold out, you know, this, I just did this. Women are actually accomplishing just as much, but I don't think they bragging about it as yeah. much as men do. You know I what I mean? The women are more excited, like, and and I can only speak from my own experience, but or you know, what I kind of observe, but I think females are more excited about being able to accomplish it rather Mm -hmm. than having to tell the next person about it um i had like i said i got a new car and one of my parents was like that um had asked my family like y'all knew gina had a new car and they're like (laughs) yeah like we you know we seen it when you seen it you know like i didn't pull up you you know back in the day (laughs) they get a car they pulling up on the block like i I was more so excited that i was able to purchase it and that my credit was in good standing that you know you know able to do it's more of an internal celebration than an external one but like i think like women like we're more so happy and you know excited to to Mm -hmm. accomplish something for ourselves it's like this is for me you know Mm -hmm. i think dudes like a lot of dudes like you know ego is a thing and mm-hmm. a lot of shit is just a dick swinging contest. Niggas just want to swing their fucking dicks around <laughs> and say, oh, I did this or, you know, I accomplished this. And, like, it's it's more so about a flex than it is, like, a mm-hmm. this is for me, you know? Like, and then no, people yeah. express themselves differently. Like, I'm not saying everybody got to celebrate, have a silent celebration. But, like, with the mm-hmm. example you just brought up, like, it's 
a lot of women do not like require recognition and stuff like that to feel successful because you know within your own right what the fuck you've mm-hmm. done or you know like what you yeah. what, what you have succeeded in but um ego is a is a fucking thing and like I you said so. like a lot of a lot of the recognition and things like that does have to do with with men and men are t- intimidated by women in a lot that of situations facts. like <laughs> men facts. like I mean, I, I, I've been in situations where I didn't have to say shit. Like, I just rolled up. Like, I didn't, don't have to say anything. And then a nigga would be later, oh, Gina thinks she did it at all. I didn't even say nothing. Like, I, <laughs> right, 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 right. They can I smell it on my phone. Yeah. They can smell yeah. it on you. That yeah. bitch thinks she did it all. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was having the Capri Sun. I was playing Tetris. I was playing Tetris on the phone. Like, <laughs> what the all right. fuck? You, you know, you know. I will say though, like, all that sounds nice, and you, there's a lot of truth in everything both of y'all are saying. But let's be real. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta brag. Like, okay, like I give you a perfect example, right? Speaking mm-hmm. of a woman, we talked about her earlier, Nicki Minaj, right? Saw her in a recent interview, and she's basically talking about how she never bragged about the stuff that she trendsetted or that she created trends about. Right. Um, She brought up a lot of examples, but the one that stands out is like um, it's like more fashion hair driven. She was like, yo, I started the whole wave with women wearing their hair to their feet. Right. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's some well-known thing. I'm not that's not my world, but that's what she said. But Nicki Minaj is basically saying, yo, because I never claimed it, because I never outright said I started it. People out here taking credit for it. And what happens, what happens when you don't take credit is. Yo, shout out to whoever's dog. Is that your dog, Q, or Gina's dog? No, that's Gina. Because <laughs> it damn sure ain't my dog. My dog don't bark. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, what I was saying was like, sometimes when you don't like outright take the credit, people can come in and rewrite history, right? And I think like there's a fine line between being okay with, like, the internal uh, internal wins, like, all right, I'm doing this for me. But then, yo, you got to remind certain people, like, yo, no, actually, I did that. I agree. No, I, like, that's true. Like, look at what Soldier Boy went through. Like, Soldier, yeah. now it's become a meme. I did it first. Yeah. Soldier Boy, for the longest, was like, yo, man, I did that first. I did that first. People was clowning them. And then they people finally was like, you know what? Soldier Boy did do that first. He did, yeah. he did do that first. It was because he came out and said it. But, you know, you, know, I, you I, can just an example. I, but I think with those, like, with those two situations, Soulja Boy and Nicki Minaj, those are two people that people, like, like find the, <laughs> do not have a problem with disrespecting the fuck out of them. Like, mm-hmm. they will disrespect yeah. the fuck out of them. Yeah. So, yeah. rather than them coming out bragging or flexing, it's more so like, hey, y'all better re-fucking respect me. Like, yeah, I right. did yeah, this, yeah. I did that. So that's, that's when, facts. like, I, I don't I don't think it's corny at all. Like, when they come out and they're defending themselves because it's like mm-hmm. people celebrate their wins. You know, a lot of people celebrate their wins silently. They don't post everything. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about it. And if you lack knowledge and you don't know that Nicki Minaj is the reason why a lot of people is wearing the fucking long hair, the pink hair, the mm-hmm. doing this and shit, the, the bangs <laughs> and, you know, the, and all of that. Like, yeah. um, and... I think though, like how you said, like with Soldier Boy, so we we thought Soldier Boy, everybody painted Soldier Boy out to be this whole fucking clown. Like he told <laughs> mm-hmm. a story, 
about busting on people. <laughs> Niggas Yo, did a funny, whole Soldier Boy challenge. Funny ass story. And yeah, they, you know, and it's like, no, Soldier Boy is a pioneer. Like Tracks. people mm. gotta put respect on Soldier Boy name. He's a fucking mm. pioneer. So just mm. imagine like the amount of mentions and tweets and all the stuff that they probably get on a daily basis with people disrespecting them because they lack knowledge. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then you have to come out and be like, no, I did this. Like, you got to get on your bully, you know, like, That's true. and claim Thanks. that shit because people will fucking disrespect you and act like they don't know that. They probably don't know, but they don't know. Right. They probably and, and, and don't know. But then, you know, you got to tell them motherfuckers. But then it's like, that's, I, do you feel like that's our problem? As like listeners and, and fans, like we we kind of just like not giving credit to who, because that's kind of what I'm trying to say, where it's like some of these women, they started some of these things they should get credit for. Like for instance, Wendy Williams, right? Wendy Williams show has been going on for a long time. Like a lot of the kind of like shock, jock, juice, juicy, like gossip talk, she kind of pioneered that. Mm-hmm. I think Char- Charlamagne was actually her like ment- mm-hmm. um, mentee. Like mm-hmm. she's kind of she mentored him, mm-hmm. so it's like Wendy Williams never get that credit. They kind of just mm-hmm. diss Wendy Williams. They say, "Oh yeah, Wendy Williams annoying," but like she's a pioneer for stuff like that. And I think there's a lot more women pioneers than people actually acknowledge. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women that started a bunch of things, like Lauren Hill, for example. Lauren Hill, she might be one of the first people that I heard her album was split down the middle, rapping and singing. Mm-hmm. It's com it's common now. A lot of people are doing it now. But Lauren Hill was like one of the first people I seen actually do that. Mm-hmm. Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill ain't gonna come out and be like, yo, I did yeah. it first. You know what I mean? And so I think us as fans, a lot of times we gotta recognize like where it started from. Like even with Missy Elliott, I told you mm-hmm. I Lil Wayne has come out and say said Missy was one of his biggest influences as a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, people ain't putting respect on Missy's name like that. Mm-hmm. At all, you know, so I, don't know, I think it does. Time. It it is on the fan um, to to know these things, but that also goes back to like people shouldn't be commenting on shit that they don't really fucking know about. Like, if you don't know who started whatever, <laughs> then don't say Cardi B is responsible for yada yada. You know, like yeah, if yeah. if fucking Foxy Brown is the person who you know who <laughs> mm-hmm. started her little Kim, but even like mm-hmm. you said with the Wendy Williams situation, um, I didn't know a lot about Wendy Williams. Like my introduction to Wendy Williams is she's a messy media personality. Like <laughs> yeah. that's you yeah. know that, but that's because of the the age that I am. Like that, exactly. the, but mm-hmm. I would never come out and tweet like you know disrespect her Facts. like because she's Facts. a fucking pioneer as well. But mm-hmm. after I watched her um, her biopic, I'm like, damn, she went through all of this. Or, you know, like, mm-hmm. you kind of learn, have a better understanding of these people and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. definitely, I feel like, the fan responsibility. Because imagine yeah. every fucking day of Nicki Minaj got to say, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. Right. Just to remind a motherfucker. And it's like, yeah. how, yeah. And, and another thing, too, that I, that I feel like, um, just how you said, like with P Diddy with the with the Ciroc thing, if that was a female doing that, people would be so upset and irritated that somebody that is, is, is is saluting themselves. Like mm. they would be so yeah. fucking upset. People right. are starting to get mad with us with this black owned shit. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go somewhere quick and be like, this is black owned. 
Like, you know, I yeah. act quick. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. your shit. Like, I went to a beauty supply yesterday and walked out because they wasn't fucking black-owned. Like, yeah. I was in an area that I didn't recognize, but I knew that it was another black-owned one right around the yeah. corner, but I didn't feel like busting that U-turn. I had to I do it quick way. <laughs> so I went on, like, y'all black-owned? Nah, all right. And then I'm a dip. Like, you feel yeah. me? But, like... If a female or somebody was like doing this, like the same exact thing that Diddy was doing with that, like every other day, like Delion, Delion, you know, like mm-hmm. we Delion, we black on, like people would not accept that. Like it would literally appear as a female is bragging on herself. Yeah. Nah, you're and, right. You know, but I think I think society is reaching a point where it's like we're going to people like as one are eventually going to. It's going to change. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's going to change. Yeah, for sure. You know what's crazy, though? That's the last thing I'm going to say. What's crazy is that in America alone, the percentage is like 51% women, 49% men. Even if you got like 30% of women like on board of anything, mm-hmm. it should move the needle, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a big percentage guy. I'm like, you know, I'm looking at the percentages and I'm like, why is it, I feel like when it's 49, 50, 51, 49, more women than men, there should be more women rappers, right? There should be more women in higher places. Like, it's just kind of weird when you look at it that way. I think it's just kind of the way that U.S. is set up, you know, because I'm thinking like, you know, let's say like Donald Trump, I don't want to get too political, but Donald Trump went against Hillary Clinton. And you mean to tell me like Donald Trump got like, 20% of women like if if 50% of women voted for Hillary Clinton she wins easily yeah. but yeah. that's because them so, women was following their husband that see so mm. it, and they and they saying? wasn't ready like, for a woman to be in office that's why you know because a bitch a bitch will go with her <laughs> 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 a bitch will ride with her nigga before she'll ride with her homegirl. So ain't that crazy though? Yeah, like even mm. even though, like, yeah, it was important for us to, you know, get a woman in office, them women who should have been voting for Hillary went sided with their husband. That's what I think. I don't have any type crazy? of it could be. or anything nah, on that. It might, it might be the case. No, nah, it's got to be. Women do move the needle. Like the needle mm-hmm. is moved because of women. The reason why music is hot is because women are fucking pushing it. Like mm-hmm. that's what that's it right. is. They is not gonna say that, but mm-hmm. that's what it is. You know, like it's because women, it, our influence is fucking impeccable. Like yeah, yeah. But, all you need, that's all fine. you need. I mean, there's so many examples. Like this is the last. It's, I'm gonna give you an example. Like the club. There's a reason why they let women in the club for free. I mean, come on. I mean, like. It, you don't need the. We don't need to make this super. Women free niggas one fifty like. <laughs> no, they'll pay. It. We no, pay. What you gonna take no, cash no, out? But, no, but here's the thing. Like, you fill up the club full of women, and them dudes is gonna pay. It's gonna come. They're gonna, they're gonna buy, pay. They're gonna, they're gonna buy they're section. Gonna... They're going to do whatever night, they need to do to get in there. ain't for the women. That's for the niggas. <laughs> you, ain't never, you ain't never heard of no man's night. Man's night. Hey, yo. Man's night. Hey, man's night. Man's night Mondays. Man's night Mondays. Man's night Monday. Man's Monday. For the niggas to come out. Hey, look, I'm just glad that people are trying to take credit for productive things in a way. You know, why were people trying to make the money. Remember the whole money challenge thing? NBA young boy was, he kicked off and then mm-hmm. little Dirk responded and then it just became mm-hmm. this thing. Then you saw like 
people being like, yo, y'all know LL Cool J started that back in 1973.5 or whatever the hell it was. I'm like, dog, like, so y'all just, but see, that's just an example of like how people don't really know the history, but that's not really that productive. Neither here nor there. Yo, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. That last topic has been a dope convo. LA versus New York. Right, not the not yes, to make sir. this too antagonistic or uh, controversial, but uh, le- we would be lying if we uh, did not acknowledge that both of these cities had a lot, had and still has a lot to do with like the fabric and just the um, you know how how hip hop is moving forward. So let's just have a convo about you know who are some of which city has the I guess the the best legends, the the most impactful legends, or. or has had more to do with hip hop moving the needle forward, and then also transition that to some of the rising crop of uh, of talent that we see in both of these cities. And which city can kind of take the crown of hip hop? Because I can make an argument that none of these cities are at the forefront of hip hop currently, but they once had their time. And so I'm gonna kick this to you, Q, because I know you wanted to talk about this, so you can probably elaborate a little bit more on what it is we was getting mm-hmm. at. Yeah, because you know. Growing up at our time, it was like Death Row, you know, they had their crop of people, and then Bad Boy, New York and L.A., East Coast, West Coast, you know, and I think throughout the years, you know, Atlanta had their come up, Chicago, Memphis, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, they all had their come up. So I want to see the day where they both again are at the top other hip-hop game like either or like i like hip-hop when new york and la was at the top so um that's kind of why i wanted to talk about this topic and so there is i'm gonna start let's start backwards right now i do think that you know fabio form for new york i think he's a dude that can you know take things next level for them drill right now in new york i think it's funny i think drill is popular but I think it can go to one more gear. I think Pop Smoke was going to take it to that next gear. But then, you know, we ultimately, we all know what happened. And so I think Fabio can now be that person that gets it out there, gets it more exposure. So he's somebody that I'm looking for. And then Corla Rae, she's I think she's Jersey. I'm going to put her in there with New York. I think she's another person that I think can take it to the next level with New York. Uh, just because her style, in my opinion is just made for like mainstream like her style i can see her doing you know hopping all over pop rock whatever eventually and so those are two people that i'm gonna look out for in la la you know somebody i really like in la blast i think blast is is dope man am i saying it right blixter blast (laughs) oh you gotta be blast right yeah you saying no you saying it right blast Man, Blast, and I've never heard a bad melody out of Blast. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, ever, yo, ever. yo. Blast like, be doing his motherfucking thing. Dope, yo, that, Blast. Hey, that, hey, that sheesh. Yo, that shit, yeah. is, that shit he, is fine. Blast, you know, he's he's kind of picking up where Ty Dolla Sign picked up, or, uh, uh, you know, kind of started. I think he's somebody that's going to take it to the next level, up-and-coming talent. And then, uh, who else in L.A.? I mean, YG, all them people are they're doing their thing. Uh, who else? Who else? Ooh, tell me. Yo, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. L. A. has way more talent than New York <laughs> right now, and it's not even close. But for the sake of the argument, uh, uh, L. A. has a lot. And Gina, I know you from L. A. So you could probably give us a, a laundry list. But to me, I look at people like 
Um, you know, reason Sweetie. you talked about Sweetie. reason early. You talked about like there's Vince Staples. There's there's I mean the list goes on. Um, and there's a lot of up and coming dudes too. Um, G Perico. Um, you oh, know, uh, nice. yeah, he's sick. Um, OG Greedo. Um, damn. Are we going to not mention Roddy Rich? Can, can, can I not oh, throw yeah. in Roddy? I mean, come on now. Roddy, Westside Boogie. He's 23. Westside Boogie. Baby King. Baby King. Boy Q. Bro, the list, go, the list is long. But you know what? You know what? Got... Let me throw some New York people in because this, this is getting, this is becoming an onslaught. <laughs> so for New York, though, A Boogie, right? A Boogie. Is he no? Y'all forgot about a boogie now? Like y'all, he took a little a break. Y'all act like he don't exist. Is that what happened? Yeah. Um, okay. But I, you know, what I will say about New York though. I hope that they don't get pigeonholed in that that drill sound. I hope because it mm. it went from Brooklyn drill to now there's Bronx drill. I really don't understand the difference. However, what was explained to me was that Bronx drill they use more state they sample they use more sample driven beats. Um, apparently B love apparently started that. I'm not exactly sure, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think that like New York right now is a little lacking on superstar type talent, like people who could go the next level. They have a lot of rappers, but how many of them do you really see getting out of like becoming that next level? Because like you said, Q pop smoke was probably the biggest example of what, New York rappers could be right. We saw that the album he well that came out before he died, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. But um, he was going into a, a more pop lane. We was talking about pop earlier, right? Yeah, which mm-hmm. I thought was dope. It, it seemed natural. He was on that Fifty Cent wave. He had that swag, that aura. I don't really see a whole lot of that from New York rappers. They kind of pigeonholed right now into that drill sound, and I'm not sure if that's going to be a good look. You know, in the near future, for people mm-hmm. looking at them for more than just that, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you because I thought that was cool. You know, I liked Pop Smoke. You know, some of the songs that he dropped in the beginning, but when I really started to be like, "This guy got next," was when I heard him on her song. He was on the song, um, the remix, right? Her with the remix, yeah. The and remix. I was like, "Yo, he he did his thing on it." I was like, "Yo, oh, okay, okay, you can do that." So that was somebody that, uh, or that was when I was like, yo, this guy, he has next. But, you know, we forgetting about Lil TJ. Facts. French Montana. Lil Tecca. Okay. okay. You know, so, but I do think, like like you said, I do think L.A. has the crown on that. On that one. Hey, Gina, who you who you vibing to from L.A. these days? Like, who who's your, who, who, if you had to name, like, five up-and-coming L.A. rappers who... They 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 bubbling. People know who they are, but you feel like they they going to the next level. Who would you, who are those five? The top so reason, five right now. Reason I already mentioned. Reason um, Westside Boogie, Blue Bucks Clan, Bino Rideau, Blast. Mm. You already mentioned. Oh, that's five right there. That's, that's quick. That's, that's quick. five right there. Five you know, and keep, three keep seconds. Name it. Keep naming it if you want. I don't know. Sham Ten Sixteen, who's a new artist. We got Cali the Poet, Milan Like Italy. We got Ashbash the Rapper, Ray. Uh, we got Ruchi, Az Chike, Az Sway, One Take J, um, D Smoke. Bro, um, are you reading from a list? <laughs> Yo, this is impressive. God damn, D Smoke, D Smoke, yeah. 
This is impressive. Uh, I'm um, um, who else we got? Um, we already said Vince Staples, um, yep, yep. Rimble, mm. um, Rimble, Blue I heard about Rimble. um, uh, Dom Kennedy, who's fucking Dom Kennedy. Slap He's on. Nice. He's nice. I got a question for you. I got a question yeah. for you. Here's a, here's a name that I'm Asia. I, I need... Oh yeah. Okay. I need to understand if this guy is gonna be half as good as his freestyle on LA Leakers, Ray Vaughn. Ray motherfucking yo, Ray, what? yo, ah! Ray, Va- <laughs> yo, Ray Vaughn, yo. Let me tell you something. I have never been blown away like I was on that LA Leakers freestyle. Like I've never been. Like I, I listen to that shit on a weekly basis. Like it's a song. Like mm. that's how often I listen to that freestyle. It was that phenomenal. Is he? Have y'all heard his? Have you heard his music? D- do you think that he could be that next? That next dude. Mm. Mm. That boy is crazy. Mm. He's fucking crazy. That's the best mm. LA Leakers freestyle I've ever seen. Ever. ever. Wow. Ever. Facts. Huh. I, I co-signed that hundred percent. Really? What was 100%. he? Was he? Was he flying? Bro. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that motherfucker right now. I gotta listen to Bro, it now. I, listen I gotta to listen it. to it. I'm telling you right now, I listen to it weekly, and I'm not joking. Like, how that, long was the freestyle? It maybe 15 minutes. Over, 15 sure. minutes. Like two, two to three beats, I want to say. Actually, no, no, no. It's probably 10 minutes. He went over two beats. The first beat yeah. was um, what was it? He Dr. did uh, lay low. Lay low. Second beat was mm-hmm. I can feel it in the air. Beanie Siegel. Mm. That's when I yo my heart was just. I, I was like, bro, am I in the am I in the trenches with this dude? Like the way he was just <laughs> painting these pictures was just like, I can't I can't understand it. Like it, but you know it, it's no coincidence he's TDE. So I mean, hey, oh he's TDE, he's TDE. Mm-hmm. So we so we gonna see, we gonna see. Yeah. So what is top it about? Tight. What's that? Definitely got to type. Top dog. Oh, top, oh, top oh, oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. So, what is it about LA? Like, why, why is so many rappers in LA like doing their thing right now? Like, is is it something in the water? Is it like just the experience? Just the relationships. Different. We go crazy, <laughs> and, and we at the point where niggas gonna stop disrespecting the West Coast and put some fucking respect on our coast. And oh, so you think that, you think people yeah. disrespecting the, the yeah, West Coast? People, the music industry don't respect the fucking West Coast, but we coming Ooh. in and we knocking doors down and let us niggas know, like, we really like that. I do, eh? You know, I think the game, yo, I, I LA, always yo, say, LA, we the game is one of we my outside. favorite rappers. <laughs> you should have just said we outside right after that. We, we outside. outside. You they know we outside because they see us. <laughs> so then what? what is it? What? Why don't they respect LA? Like, what What do you think oh, the reason is? I don't fucking know, but they going to they gonna respect it now. Uh Mm. Yeah. Ray, Ray Vaughn we got, we got a clip We got shooters And we just ah, 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 We just let it We, we just, just emptied the clip We emptying the fucking the clip, clip. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Alright Listen man I'm getting scared now Cause I feel like I just <laughs> I need I need to start ducking Some, some fake bullets You just threw out right now So listen <laughs> um, Let me do my due diligence On the LA rap scene A little bit more But I'm gonna tell you right now um, Listen I'm telling you Ray Vaughn he, he might be a problem like he just might be a problem. This is the last question I got for you, uh, and then we can get up out of here, Gina. With uh, with Kendrick Lamar leaving TDE, at least his next album, whenever that shit drops, right? 
This is apparently going to be his last album on TDE. It's that don't even sound right to me. But like, what do you think that actually means for the West Coast? Like, is that are we are we get are we getting into a different phase where there's going to be another rapper taking his spot, or do you see Kendrick Lamar like continuing where he's been at, just on his own label? Because apparently he's doing the PG Lang thing. Like, what what's your take on that? I think that. Kendrick Lamar branching off and doing his own thing just means more great shit for the West Coast. Like, he's going to bring in a probably, mm. you know, a whole new pack of, of shooters. Mm. <laughs> I'm bringing mm. a whole new pack of hyenas. <laughs> I, I and then the West yeah. Coast is going to go even crazier. Like, yeah. I do not think that this is a bad thing or anything like that. It's just mm, time okay. for him to go on, you know, and do his own thing. I don't see him leaving and we just gonna it's just gonna go dead and we don't hear anything mm. else from you feel me from mm-hmm, from right. uh dot like no whatever the fuck is going on over there they done talked about it they done figured it out they done game plan and now it's about to be an even bigger west coast takeover like mm. that's just what rela- it is. you know relationships ain't gonna go nowhere i'm sure he could still exactly. call on school boys, facts, yeah. facts, facts. all those people to, to hop mm-hmm. on his stuff so yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's 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 gonna make you know what's gonna happen, Uch. I think it's gonna make him hungrier it, because he's now like entering into a scene where I gotta now succeed. Well, he's already like a legend, but he's now gonna be like, yo, this is something new. So like, I gotta make sure like y'all know that this is gonna be successful. PG Lang, and so I think he's gonna get even he's gonna go even harder when it happens. Yeah. So, All he's doing is about to empty another clip. That's it. Yes, <laughs> that's hey, it. He so, empty clips. <laughs> Yo, let's get it, man. You and these clips, Gina. You and these clips, man. (laughs) No, because like when it came out that he was leaving TDE, everybody, I was like, ah, what does this mean for the West Coast? I'm like, yo. The niggas just about to do more dope shit. Yeah. Facts, 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 facts. I mean, well, he already solidified himself, so it's like, 100%. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, he's already a legend. What, what's, Listen, I hope you just put all of them rumors and, and, and the conversation to rest with what you just said. Listen, I asked you the question so you can answer that for the people. I, I'm confident in Kendrick. I just hope we get more music from the guy. Like, I can't be waiting five years to hear albums. Like, what the heck? More music for him. We're going to get executive producing shit from him. We're going to get yes. new artists that he's going to introduce us to. It's going to be all this type of, like, crazy mm, I love that. shit. That's, where, that's, where that's what we come. need. That's yeah. what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Kendrick, I thought, had the best performance on the Super Bowl. I'm going to go out and say that. Kendrick's part on the Super Bowl, I thought, was the best. Okay. You know, then 50 Cent was probably second. I, I fuck with no, Snoop you know. Crip walking with the bandana, you know. That was, on, the, that was tight, though. And, yeah, nah. You know? That was with, tight. I'm going go, go with Snoop. I'm going with Snoop. I like, 50, I like when 50 was actually last to me. I ain't going to lie. Like, I wasn't really <laughs> feeling 50, John. I'm just be honest with you. And I love 50, I love, but nah, that wasn't it. I like when niggas hop on national television still being a nigga. <laughs> we ain't watered down un- and shit. Yeah, make yeah, watered down. Make them uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, that's facts. I love that too. Hey, Gina, uh, where can the people find you at? Like, what do you, what are some upcoming projects that people need to be tapped into? You know, talk to them. Um, I actually have a big announcement on May first. So, um. You know, everybody out there is like literally like is gonna be fucking big. So, you know, mm. make sure you following me. If y'all in town, 
you know, come on down. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll be yes, posting sir. more information probably like uh, late April. But um, as always, West Coast Confidential uh, drops once a week. You can click the link in my bio to find a new episode. Whole Fashions also drops once a week. You can click the link in my bio to find a new episode. Then we didn't even talk about Whole Fashions. Yeah, I was trying. I forgot. Like, I wanted to get into that. I wanted to get into that. Yo, maybe we can do like a part two of this, like on live or something, or at some point. I don't yeah, know. Like, I want. Dope. I want to get. I want to yeah. get into that Whole Fashions. Day. I, I caught an episode and I was like, I was like, yo, this is next level. Like, this is next level. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now, but I like it. I'm, assume, I'm assuming it's not PG-13. At all. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Rated not. R? It's very NC- adult content. It's NC-17. That's now, it, it ain't like, I ain't on no like. No, nah, I don't. I, I ain't getting cracking. Like, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Because this joking. nigga's dead click the link in my bottom. He's like, where the OnlyFans at? <laughs> 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 all right so may 1st you got an announcement and uh yeah. that's dope that's dope all Thank right you. i'm tired if we in town if we in la should i like i said i just came back from san francisco three weeks ago q you were in la yeah the day before okay. the super bowl i was in la so yeah yeah we definitely got we got we, we outside we'll, we'll let you know when we outside we outside y'all, are y'all familiar with little dude Little little who? Little dude? Little dude. Little dude. Little that's, dude. that's really the outside anthem. Y'all gotta listen to mm. Little Dude. We outside. He little just dude. got signed to, uh, to Generation Now. Ooh. Oh, that's a uh, Lil yeah, Uzi, that. Jack Harlow in them. In, in drama, right? Yeah, yeah, DJ Drama. Uh-huh. All right. All right. That's a, that's a good news <laughs> right there. All right. We're going we gonna to be paying attention. For all of y'all listening, thank y'all for pulling up. You know, this has been a really dope combo. Um, you know, like I said before. Make sure you share this with your people, somebody you close with, somebody that you don't know. Tap the person right next to you on the metro if you're doing that. The subway. Be like, yo, check, yo, this is a dope episode. This is the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. And as always, if you're giving advice, make sure it is ill. Yes, sir.